rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, everybody. Yes, hello, everyone. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for tuning in for this special pre-Thanksgiving, I guess, whatever, um, Tara Buster. Yeah, because we usually meet every Saturday evening. I just wanted to stop in and say hello before Thanksgiving happens. Check in with the peeps. This is the therapy hour for the resistance. Usually it's going to be about an hour today, an hour and 15 minutes, because I have to run out and a friend of mine is celebrating a sober anniversary. So I'm going to celebrate with him. So... We're, we're not going to get drunk. We're going to hang out, and he's going to, you know what I'm saying, in the rooms. I can't even, I'm not supposed to say these things because uh, you're supposed to have personal an- anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. That's only because that it goes back to the beginning of the fellowship where of, of recovering people. Recovering alcoholics and addicts because I think someone, I think there was an actress and she was in a a well-known actress. I can't remember who it is right now, but she went around advocating her sobriety through this fellowship and ended up falling off the wagon. So that was an early lesson that, that we need to keep it under our hats. Because then other people might say, "Oh, look, see, it doesn't work." Here's the, and it might deter someone from seeking help. But so let me just tell you, one day at a time. Don't don't look to me, man. If I hopefully one day at a time, I won't fall off the wagon. But if that ever happens, don't. I'm not the. I'm not the program. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the program. I am just me. Anyway, but but I have to I talk about it. It kind of comes out because once you're when you're in recovery and you're in the program, so to speak, they uh, it just becomes part of your DNA. So you speak that language. You have a certain even maybe people don't even know what I'm saying, what I'm saying in the rooms or in the program or whatever These are diff- the lingo that we have. So I apologize, but they can't thr- they can't drum me out of the program. So, it is what it is. Obviously, I make mistakes. So, please don't follow me that day. Anyway, whatever. One day at a time. That's all we can do, right? So, and tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I'm so, I'm really irritated. <laughs> what is it? Doesn't it seem like I start the show like that every, I say I'm tired, I'm irritated. And I guess that's just the, I'm, I gotta be honest. That's what it is. It's Part of being doing the show and being uh, in America now really is uh, you got to be honest. If we're gonna get through this, we really need to be honest because there is no there's no truth anymore. So we have to be the champions of honesty, frankly. So, at, and it starts one person at a time and at the level of our personal experiences. I believe that's why. I mean. Honestly, really, how much longer are we going to put up with this shit with Twitler 
and these monsters, these Republicans. And I've been tweeting a lot lately about how the Republicans, honestly, get the hell out. Get out of this country. They always tell us, love it or leave it. We tell the normal people, oh, you don't love it, leave it. We love it. That's why we're, we're normal people. We're capable of functioning in a free democratic society. That's why we stand up and we fight for things. We, we, when we see Twitler committing another crime his, uh, on an hourly basis, we have to call him to account. That's called being a patriot. Not a sycophant of a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, Putin puppet traitor who uses taxpayer money to strong-arm another leader to give, dig up dirt on his political rival. If that, that's not an impeachable offense to Republicans anymore, though. They used to be all about truth, but the fact is they were never about truth. I've been telling you this for forever. Republicans have never been about truth or democracy or the American way. What the hell do they know about America? They don't, they don't, they, they are confused by America. They know they, they're babies. They infant, they, they turn uh, America into an infant. Well, they're, they're infants. They infantile, what's the word? I'm trying to, infantilize, infantilize, yes. I have to put the fan on. When I get on the show, it gets hot. When I'm, so I have a little fan over here. Oh, you saw the fan. You could see it. <laughs> it's not out of... I thought it was out of the shot of the camera. Where's little Francis? He's sleeping. He's sleeping behind us. See, isn't nice, nice life you got there, Francis. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Republicans, they turn... They infantilize this country... Because what can you do? A bird's got to fly and a fish has got to swim. That's, they can't help it. That's who they are. You can't expect somebody to run a marathon if they're not, if they're not trained to run one. So it's the same thing. What are these Republicans training themselves? They're, they, uh, as far as America is concerned. You see, when I was at, and let me let me clarify. When I was at that that Minds event, when I was on that friggin' panel at the Minds, M I N D S event, with those right wingers on the panel, I remember it was something that really pisses me off. And it's like after the fact, I was thinking about it, and I wish I had jumped in. It was one of those things where I review it in my mind. I say, yeah, I should have said this, and. Um, yeah, infantile. That's the other word. Thank you, Stephanie. I don't know. And sometimes the words get stuck in my mouth. And um, they can't come out. They don't come out. They come out weird. But I do know where to put the apostrophe in. Y-O-U-W-R-E. So, um, I'm not like Twitler. I'm not an ignoramus. But So when I was at that Minds event, that Lauren Chen lady, she's a she's a right winger. She's one of these because you know she's young, she's pretty. This is what they do. They 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 put her on Fox News. That's what the right wing does because they understand. They know they play the game because that's all they have, and they invest in the game. I mean, this is the game, but I'm in it. But we're we're self funding. But what what's my game? 
We, we're trying to actualize the dreams of our, uh, or the promises of our founding documents. We want democracy. We want a society that works for all. We're not trying to change what it means to be an American. Because these, these mother effers, they got balls, baby, thinking, or trying to twist this country into some kind of blood, blood right. The, the, everyone who, who's here came from somewhere else, unless you're a native. So they have a lot of nerve. They got white supremacists in their inner circle. They, they appease and coddle the, the KKK. These are scumbags. And I don't want to offend scumbags because scumbags have a utilitarian purpose, unlike these scumbags in the White House and all, of, and all their sycophants. But when, so when I was on this Minds panel, I, they said something. One of the questions from the audience was, how can we stop authoritarians from, because that was the, the frame of this event, was stopping racism and authoritarianism, when they, they had a lot of right-wingers on the, all over the, the event. But anyway, that's besides the point. So anyway, stopping racism and authoritarianism, and someone said, someone in the audience, how do we stop racism and authoritarianism, or authoritarianism more specifically? And I said, well, you have to start, you have to teach children when they're young about how tenuous republics are. What, uh, teach them about the republics throughout history that have failed. Teach them about civics and how to have a functioning democracy. And then, I, I don't know, whatever. This, it was a very right-wing event. So there was a lot of right-wingers there and, and in the audience as well. So then Lauren Chen said something like, I don't, um, and she butted in, um, I don't want my rights being put up to a vote. And I was like, what the hell does that have to do with anything that I just said? It, it, in my mind, but because we moved on to another question, I was like, okay, whatever, that passed. And it always, it kind of sticks in my mind. Like, they, the, she had this talking point that she wanted to get out there, and then all of the dupes applauded in the audience. Did, did what I say have, did, did, <laughs> what I said about teaching children about authoritarianism, does that, and, and preserving democracy, what the hell did that have to do with putting people's rights up for a vote, for a, a democratic vote? It's bullshit. If anything, these are the idiots. The right-wingers are the ones that want to put people's rights up to a vote. These are the people that put your, your civil rights, your human rights on the ballot. Should gays get married well you know what if you don't like a uh, gay marriage don't have one but we do have something in the constitution called equal protection under the law but the right wingers they love to adopt the mantle of the oppressed and the underdog and someone who's fighting for what what are they fighting for everything that the founders fought a revolution to escape I have said that for years. They are re-establishing that same kiss-up, kick-down system. And by any means necessary, they're doing it. It's, uh, 
they have devalued com- completely the currency of truth. There is no more truth in America. And up is down. If you, uh, the in, it, weak, Weakness is strength. Ignorance is strength. It's right out of 1984. And every other uh, real life event in history where we should have said, yeah, I, I mean, we did say never again. And many of uh, the in, as in regard to the Holocaust, but the beginnings are there. Then, I mean, I remember reading a, that book. I mean, Tom Hartman always talks about it. They thought they were free by Milton Mayer. And uh, one of and he was a man that went to study the Germans after World War Two to see uh, the good Germans because they were all there were nobody was when you. After the war, when you interviewed the Germans, nobody was a Nazi. They, no one would cop to it. But they, they were the, one of the good ones in their minds. So, you know, they... But that's part of the reason why Eisenhower had... The, when they liberated the concentration camps, he had the townspeople near... I'm not, I'm, I can't remember which concentration camp it was now... But he went and got these townspeople to go and bury the bodies themselves. Look at what you have done. Look at what you've enabled. And to know it, it, this uh, in this book that Milton Mayer wrote, and one of the one of the interviewers interviewees said something like, "To know the beginnings is to is to predict the end." <sighs> what what we're not losing our minds. So. It's happening. We're seeing it right before our very eyes. And we're watching the Republicans do zero about it, nothing. When, when Mitt Romney goes and, and Susan Collins go to Twitler's abode, formerly known the, of, uh, the White House as the White House, what are they, when he invites them there, you know, they're supposed to be sitting on a jury. This is what they say. Oh, we can't talk about... How, uh, what an abomination Twitler is because we're going to sit on a jury. But they're, they're okay to go have lunch with this monster. So but they, uh, they, they, they have absolutely no shame. This is not the days when the Republicans went to Nixon and said, okay, Bubby, it's over. You're a criminal. You're a crook. You're destroying this party. They had some integrity, right? At least a sliver of integrity. Yes, they allowed Nixon to get where he was and and to do his crimes. But he got caught. And the Republicans saw what a disgusting, democracy-hating autocrat in training he was. And criminal. So they weren't going along with the with going down with the ship like they like Republicans are today. And so that's why I wanted to check in today. I want because it's uh tomorrow's Thanksgiving and if you're um lucky, I guess, you have family that are normal, you you're you'll be surrounded by nor- fellow normal people. But the majority of us have we we come from mixed backgrounds. Um, I'm really, I can't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Tell, I'm telling you, my. I was thinking to myself, what do I do? I'm not. I will not be silent. This is the problem. Yes, the, the. Okay, you want to get along with your family. 
But what you ha- also have a responsibility to, I I guess you could do it in a in a respectful manner to to wake people up. This is um, we this is not a drill. We're in we're in trouble here. I I don't know if you saw the Twitler's rally last night. Of course, he has to have his Nuremberg rallies. That alone, so they're on so many levels. Twitler should be impeached. And it's not just him, though. It's the entire Republican Party. This is the other thing. I cannot stand when, the, I mean, there are Democratic candidates uh, for, for presidency for in, the, in the primary, like Joe Biden, thinking, oh, uh, it's just Twitler. He's the only problem. No, the entire Republican Party, we did not get here overnight. And it's also the broken system. But... So he had a Nuremberg rally because this is what he has to do. He, he needs his narcissistic supply. That is what's so disturbing as well. That, that's how much Republicans hate this country, and I'm talking about the Republican leadership. They don't care about the people they pretend to represent because if they did, they would talk them off the ledge. They wouldn't allow them to be so misled. They wouldn't lie to their faces. And, and turn them against each other and turn them against the system of government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. That's what they're doing. They talk about the deep state. He, this monster, this, this Putin puppet piece of human waste, Twitler, pardoned the war, these war criminals, injected his bone, his bone spurred, bullshit, his cadet bone spur, draft dodging, disgusting mind into the, uh, the, the, the military. Now, when, now he wants these war criminals to go and campaign with him. They're making heroes out of war criminals. What is the difference between the, the American war criminal and the Nazi war criminal? A, 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 just a uniform designed by Hugo Boss? Is that it? They were snappier dressers? The, the Navy SEAL that Twitler pardoned, you know what he did? It's not, not only did he take a picture with a corpse that he had murdered, a teenager... Not that, I mean, yeah, it was an ISIS fighter, a teenager, but what, I mean, I don't, I'm not excusing the ISIS. I I hate ISIS like I hate the American Taliban. But you don't, you're supposed to have integrity, standards. So he took, he, not only did he kill this, this young ISIS fighter, but he took a picture with the corpse. It wasn't just taking a picture with the corpse. He took his, his oath of re-enlistment with the corpse in front of an American flag. That's a hero to Republicans? That is somebody who disgraces this flag. Because when, when I was in the military, that I, you know, I didn't need to be taught this, but they said, when you have that flag on your shoulder, you are an ambassador of this country. So you need to behave accordingly. And you are held to a higher standard. So clearly something went wrong in this person's mind. He was in, 
He's been in the military 19 years. He's been on numerous deployments. Something cracked. Who the hell knows? There, there might have been something disturbed in him to begin with. But his fellow platoon mates were sabotaging his rifle because he was indiscriminately, he was a sniper, um, a sniper, yeah, whatever. He was a good shot, and he would kill civilians. So, and they would also fire warning shots in the air, hoping that the civilians would get the hell out of there. So while he went to kill someone, his platoon mates were firing shots, trying to warn the, the people that this monster, this sociopath, this psychopath was going to kill, was trying to kill. He stabbed a teenage girl, and they had to drag his, her body. Her friends had to drag her body off. Now, that's not being an ambassador for this country. What do you think, you, you know, when you have um, some psychopath like that running around with, a, with the American flag on their shoulder, it's right out of the worst horrors that we've heard about the, about the Nazis. And that's, we're not supposed to be Nazis. But that's who what they're turning us into. They, on every level, believe that. Taking the oath of reenlistment with a corpse and in front of the American flag, and you think you're a hero? And this monster, Twitler, went out in front of his cult to say that the, 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 the prosecutors, his fellow soldiers, and the UCMJ and the court that sentenced this monster to, I don't know what he had, what his sentence was, Right off the top of my head right now. It's escaping me. But, but he was being prosecuted for his crimes. But that, that these are the deep state. That's what he's saying. Oh, it's the, I got rid of these deep staters. Went after a monster who takes pictures with a corpse and he slits someone's throat with a homemade knife. That's what he's doing in his free time. Making a homemade knife so he can slice people's throats. That's not a normal person. That's not somebody who's in there for his GI Bill. He's not doing this country proud. And that's the kind of person that the Twitlers and the Trump cult want to put on stage as, as their ambassador? And we're supposed to share the same air as these people, the same country. I say get out. Get the fuck out. You filthy disgraces. Get out. What? You can have your Confederate flag. Make that your flag again. Fine. We don't want to share a country. We want with you, with the likes of you. You want a wall? Build one and get in it. Just leave civilized human society alone. You can have your lies. You can believe that Twitler is, uh, is fit and, and ready for service and working for you. He's got an amazing chest, a beautiful chest. The doctors wanted to see it so badly. It's a, it's a horror show, literally, that, that's what's going on. It's a fucking horror show. Excuse my language. God damn it. I'm pissed. Really? I'm just looking up. Hold on. Something. Wait. Uh, anyway. Just looking up this article. 
But yeah, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to find that other that article about the others. Anyway, whatever. Then the, the so the other soldiers. He's like so. Twitler's like I will protect my war fighters. We're now this the military that we're just war fighters now. You're nothing. You're nothing to this. To you're not the ambassadors of decency and democracy. You're not out there making the world safe for democracy. You're you're out there mutilating corpses, and and kicking you know uh, just kicking ass all over where where nobody wants you. That's why they uh, there are teenagers joining ISIS. What do you think that they're they're gonna do with that article, or the fact that Trump thinks it's okay for somebody to indiscriminately murder and uh, take pictures with the corpses? How do you think that 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 plays in the Middle East? Is that does that make the the very uh, place that we're trying to so-called liberate? Does that make it an incubator for terrorists? I wonder. But they don't care because the Republicans will tear this country down until they have what they want, which is the intergenerational aristocracy and the serfs in their place. Nice and malleable, awaiting their rewards in heaven. Like good little, little... Hey, if you good little serfs, if you were meant to be someone in power, you would have pulled yourself up by your bootstraps and married, um, you know, like Donnie Deutsch. You would have, your father would have been, you would have been born with, uh, with a trust fund and a, uh, um, you know, your father, you would have pulled yourself up by your bootstraps and inherited your father's advertising agency. <sighs> God in heaven. So yeah. It's it's vile. And the, you know what? Here's the thing with Democrats. Why? So they're going to go around parading the, this Edward Gallagher disgrace around as if he's a hero. Then we need to to parade the 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 commanders who and, uh, you know, who prosecuted this asshole and all the platoon mates who turned him in. But of course, Democrats won't do that. Why? I don't know. It's almost sometimes I wonder. Democrats, what the hell is wrong with Democrats, too? We're, we're fighting for our lives. When somebody is murdering you, you fight with every inch that you have in you, with every ounce. But, you know, you don't, um, I, I, it's great that they, they're doing the impeachment here. What is this? We got to get this through quickly. And who gives a shit? They, it needs to be on the news daily, daily, every single day. Just like Trump's, his, his latest tweet, his latest lie. Like, who cares? Why don't we have the, the impeachment hearing, the latest crimes, uh, over and over until the American people have had, finally had enough. And we, we have to leave these idiots, this Trump cult, behind. And I, that's what I think. Honestly, this country, there's a lot wrong with it, obviously. But we're, how are we ever going to heal? We're not going to heal because even if we, if we get a Democratic president, 
if it's not somebody who recognizes the fundamental rot in the system that made Twitler possible, we're, this country is doomed. I'm sick of this, the, the corporate media. I'm sick of the incessant plopping of a camera in front of Twitler and j- just letting it roll. This is not helpful, but it's, it's good for the corporate media because they want us. They want us confused. They want us divided. And this is why I ask, you know, for your support, not just because this is what we're up against, frankly. Let me play uh, something that will make your make you want to, I don't know, get the hell out of this country as fast as you can. It's from the Trump Nuremberg rally last night. And so I guess they we always have to check in with Twitler's minions, all of his cult. We're always checking in. How are they doing? How uh, they, obviously there is something very damaged in a minority of human beings, just like the the minority of human beings that followed Twitler. I mean Hitler, Hitler's Hitler's I I mean Twitler's idol Hitler. They liked Hitler. They cheered for him. It wasn't just the the members of the Nazi party. They there there were a lot of people cheering for Hitler. Hey, he built the autobahn. He made Germany great again. Not and not that Twitler is doing any of those things because he was handed an economy and an upward trajectory, which is why it's pretty um, you know, frightening thinking of the fact that he might win again because people just don't care. They don't seem to understand what's on the line here. That everything is on the, the line. Everything f- that George Washington fought for is on the line. So, but here's uh, one of the Trump cult uh, be- being interviewed, as they are. They, they should just have a, 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 I guess they do. What do I mean they should? They already do. Have a roving reporter constantly to checking, taking the temperature of the Trump cult. How you doing, Trump cult? What do you think, Trump cult? Tuning in, Trump cult. They're like, who cares? This is a cult. Why? I mean, what a different world it would be if we had a, a media that framed these things as they need to be framed, not give legitimacy to a Trump cult. Say, instead of interviewing them and how you doing as they spew their nonsense, they, it needs to be like, holy shit, here's a member of the Trump cult. But here, here let me play this. What's your name and what do you do? Uh, my name is Ronnie Joseph and I run a security company. You run a security company. We were talking. You hire a bunch of vets. We yep. appreciate that for sure. You Now, you used to be a Democrat. Now you're a Republican. You support the president. Why that change and why do you support President Trump? Well, for me, it's, uh, it's really quite simple. It's about family values. It's about being a patriotic American. Uh, and it just comes down to being honest and truthful with who you are. Uh, that's what I put, you know, that's what I value. Uh, family values, honesty, integrity, character, and that's everything that President Trump represents. You fucking kidding me? This is what we're up against. Are you serious? He's serious. Honesty, integrity, character, and that's everything that President Trump represents. And you feel like he's delivered on the and promises that, that he- reporter didn't call 911 and say, we have somebody who's having a stroke right now. And, and to say, I, I believe in patriotism. What is patriotism, you scumbag? You cult member? 
What is patriotism? Wrapping yourself in the flag? Rubbing your dick on the flag? In front of a bunch of people? A bunch of assholes? It's not about that. It's not about uh, how you put a fucking a made-in-China American flag lapel pin on your chest. That's not patriotism. It's patriotic to follow the Constitution. It's not patriotic to, uh, to um, force your predecessor or let's let's talk about Obama. It's not patriotic when you're when a president that was legally elected twice for in two landslide elections, popularly unlike Twitler who has zero mandate to do goddamn anything, but it's not patriotic for represent for Republicans to block everything he did. Especially when the economy was in the shit shitter, thanks to Republicans, as they usually destroy everything they touch, to cause pain to the American people for political gain. It's not patriotic when that president that was legally elected twice in two landslide elections, that it's not patriotic when you block his Supreme Court pick because you want to stuff the court with Nazis. That's not patriotic. It's not patriotic when you live in a country of 320 million diverse people and your, and your so-called president comes down an escalator and lies about a segment of that population. That should be the end of the story. But, yeah, you... Wait, wait, wait. we got to hear this again. Family values is about being... Uh... Family values. Trophy wife number one, two, and three. That's family values. When your wife gets too old, get rid of her. And then give your, your shitty, disgusting children jobs in your cult and, and your crime family. Doing nothing but murdering animals and, and uh, building sweatshops. Well, not even building, exploiting. It's, uh, it's really quite simple. It's about family values. It's about being a patriotic American. Uh, and it just comes down to being honest and truthful to who you are. Uh, that's what I put, you know, that's what I value. Uh, family values, honesty, integrity, character, and that's everything that President Trump represents. Do you feel like he's delivered on the promises that he's made? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, he has. You feel that way. Well, honey, feelings aren't facts, Bubby. You feel that way. I feel he has delivered. And because he's told you that. Because he's a fucking liar, and you're, and you're an idiot gobbling it up. And this is why. This is how republics die. This is why. We cannot have a functioning system. It's here. Oh, it's honesty, integrity. Like this. They said he went into the hospital. And it's true, I didn't wear a tie. Family values. Honesty. The first thing they do is say, take off your integrity. shirt, sir, and show us that gorgeous chest. Such integrity. Show, uh, we want to see We've never seen a chest quite like it. Yeah, it's disgusting. And it's like you want to see a monster. You almost have to look. That's why people go to horror movies. They want to see that monster. Uh, let's show us your chest, Trump. Really, if you, had, if you had a spine, we'd see it. Take off your shirt. We want to see it. If it's so magnificent, why are you, why are you hiding it from us? We're just mere mortals here. Show us your, your chest. 
If the doctors were so impressed, why can't we be impressed? I don't know. I guess we weren't, we're, we didn't earn it or something. We're not, he, he's getting ready for us. It's so, they're so full of shit. It's, it's not even, it's not even funny, really. And we have to hear these stories about how Trump was like, can you believe, oh, well, oh, we're supposed to believe that Melania went in to Twitter, went to, and said, darling, did, uh, are you okay? They're saying you had a heart attack, darling. Like, we believe that? Darling. First of all, he's, he calls, she called him darling? This is how Trump starts all his lies. When, we, when he talks about the military, it's, sir, hey, sir, excuse me, sir, but sir? The, how many sirs that people get in? Because he has to have this unearned accolades, unearned honor, like when he brought that dog, Conan the dog, who who was in the al-Baghdadi raid, because, you know, Trump, he ha- he needs a distraction. Normal people like animals. They like dogs. Most people like dogs. Not him. He's, because he's a sociopath. He's disgusting. He's a disgusting waste of human DNA. So... He has to get some honor. He's taking Conan's honor to, for all of all his own. He didn't earn it. He doesn't deserve it. So this is where we're living, and it's not a drill. Um, yeah, I suggest that when you go to your Thanksgiving celebration tomorrow, and you're, if you have a member of the Trump cult in your in your family or your friends that are going to be eating your Thanksgiving dinner with you, say something. If you see something, say something. That's how I, I don't know. I've, I never shut my effing mouth about this shit. If it comes up, of course. I'm not like, I don't walk in the room like it. But if somebody says something, I cannot not say something. It feels like, if, how could you let a, an injustice lie? On the floor, you have to speak up. And you know what? That's how they get away with it. They automatically assume that every that they're saying something. They want to. They're taking the temperature. These Trump cultists. They want to see who's on their side. And you know, a lot of times they throw something out there, and they want to see. Oh, Obama. Or they'll say something about Hillary or whatever. You, I, I, I don't let it lie there. I don't know. But there's ways to do it. Of course, you say you do it in a nice manner. It depends, really. It depends on what's what the situation is, I guess. You got to make those decisions for yourself. But it's also, you know what? We have an obligation. If you see injustice, you have to stand up. You have to be the you have to be justice. You got to it's this is not okay. This is not um you know, it's not going to go away if we remain meek and silent because we are the majority. We are the real Americans here. That's the other thing. The Republicans always talk about real America because they know they are not real America. They know that they hate America. Re- this is real America. Remember Sarah Palin? They always, that's another thing. I need to write, I need to write something about this. I need to write an article about this. Because they're constantly dis- dividing America. They talk about New York values. They talk about Massachusetts liberals, K- 
California liberals. They talk about uh, what else? It's uh, well, New York values, California. I mean, always uh, San Francisco liberal. Uh, always pointing out, uh, you know, div- division. And the fact is, uh, last I looked, New York was was part of America. San Francisco is part of America. In fact, more American. New York is is American. And, you know, um, you don't hear Democratic candidates or representatives going around talking about Tennessee values or we don't want to be like those yokels in Tennessee. No, they're always trying to be inclusive. Bring them in. Always going out there to to show these assholes, oh, yeah, I'm one of you. You, yeehaw. We're out there shooting a gun or something. How, you don't see Ted Cruz coming here and going to, uh, you know, uh, do, do something New York, traditionally New York. I don't know what that would be. Going to a play. Oh, or going to the library. How's that? You don't see t- Ted Cruz coming to New York and uh, taking a trip to the New York library. You know what I mean? Oh, look at me. I'm just like you. No, they don't give a shit. My God, no, they—they're not trying to we're, but to appeal to us, but we always have to appeal to them. Like this whole democratic process now, the whole uh, democratic primary, which is really pissing me off. Give me a break. Fucking Bloomberg gets in the race. F you, Bloomberg. F you. Any other. St- stinking billionaire they're running bloomberg's running in because he's afraid that democracy might break out we might actually have a new new deal we might 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 we might not be the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap that's the problem why don't that's the other thing the democrats never talk about that why don't they talk about that the United States is the, the, they talk about the income gap, but they don't talk about we're the least upwardly mobile. It used to be the exact opposite 30 years ago. We're the, we have the widest income gap, and that is by design. It is, it's an ab- aberration. It's abhorrent why, why this country has, what do we do? We make billionaires? What's the American dream? The American dream was, it was at one time, you can have a decent middle class life. Now it's, um, you could become a billionaire? Get the fuck out of here. And do what? Stomp over democracy? Buy democracy? That's even, everybody understood that. Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, they understood the power of concentrated wealth could usurp the democratic society that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. And it needs to be a patriotic imperative. Progressive taxation and um, and marginal higher marginal tax rates on the rich. That needs to be presented as a patriotic imperative. Fuck this. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm so sick of this uh, the the framing the f- of of these issues. It, they have to be framed like, but you know, I mean, this is what we're up against. So they have to be framed as patriotic imperatives, but they're not going to be framed that way. Of course not on the corporate media. Because the corporate media has a vested interest in keeping us divided and keeping us down. Did you see Bloomberg's ad? It's it's everything for everybody. If you like your health insurance, you could keep your health insurance. 
a world where everyone can get health insurance. And if you like your health insurance, you can keep... Like, who the fuck likes their health insurance? Give me a break. We like getting health care. It's like they think that begging on GoFundMe for our cancer treatments is like a... Uh, it's the American dream or something. I'm so sick of it. Buttigieg, he needs to get the hell out of my life. And I'm sick of Biden, and I'm sick of Bloomberg, all these bees. But I'm not sick of Bernie. Because he's for real. He is for real. Not like, I mean, this is the problem here. This is what I, I fear. I also, I fear Twitler destroying the grand experiment. That's a possibility. But I also fear the, one of these corporate Democrats becoming the nominee. Let's say they win and not doing a goddamn thing to fix the structural problems and we'll go and we'll just keep getting more divided more um the uh upward immobility will be even worse income disparity will be epidemically uh pathologically just entrenched and well that'll be it we'll we will not have another chance to get this back it's going to be done. The grand experiment will be over at that time. It's not, we're, we're not going to get it back just by electing a Democrat. We have to elect somebody who knows and, and is willing to, to do the work, who knows what's wrong, and will do the work. And that's why they're attacking Bernie. That's why it's a Bernie blackout on corporate media. And the, and the morning Joe crew, it's a constant Bernie bash. And they bash Elizabeth Warren. And the way, so they said, oh, God, here. I had this clip this morning. I don't know if you guys saw it. Donnie Deutsch. He was, he was trending on Twitter today because he went off on Elizabeth Warren, saying she's not likable. I mean, is this guy a, a, a piece of wasted human DNA or what? Uh, Donnie Deutsch. Get out of our lives. I'm so sick of these filthy elites sitting around, coming up with ways to make the American people divided and helplessly, uh, you know, begging, begging for care, begging for a trickle. This is not America. I'm so sick of them telling us that we don't, we're stripping health care, Medicare for all strips health care for millions of people. What about the 85 million Americans that have no health care? What if they framed it like, you know what, instead of it's stripping health care, and it's not stripping health, and Medicare for all is not stripping health care from anybody. It's ensuring that everybody gets to go to a goddamn doctor when sick. That's not stripping health care. It's getting rid of the rapacious greed-centered insurance racket that has absolutely no business being in, in our lives. There is no market for health care. Market. Because you'll do anything to stay alive. If you're sick, you'll do anything. You'll pay anything. So is, there is no market. It's your money or your life. That's why there's no free market for health care. Give me a break, these monsters. But, you know, they're all about, instead of framing that as a patriotic imperative, as they did with the, the United, with uh, the National Institute, what is it, the NI in England, the NIH, the, their, their health service, which they put into effect after World War II, and they framed it as this a patriotic imperative. 
We, we got through the war together. We survived the war. England is strong. We're going, now we're going to ensure that no, no, uh, none of our citizens will die without having a chance to, to get the health care they, they need and deserve. But not here. In the United States of serfs and lords, they just divide us even further. Oh, we're so divided here, as they lament, as they continue to divide us. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, um, the United States of serfs and lords. But here's, here's Donnie Deutsch being an asshole. Well, the whole thing. They were going off on, on Elizabeth Warren. Of course, talking about polls. I want to pull my eyes out and my ears out. So I can have a minute of peace and meditation. I turn on that goddamn show. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. And it's this, in a poll, Pete Buttigieg is up. Bernie Sanders is down. Bernie is always in the top of these polls. But they ne never have Bernie on. They never say a kind goddamn word about him. I don't know how he's getting as much um, support as he has. The millions of people donating to him, he's got more individual donations than any other candidate. But, you know, oh, the American people, they don't want this. They don't want that, what, what Bernie is selling. No, actually, they do. And anyway, here's, uh, here's this. Pete Buttigieg surging nationally to second place. Former Vice President Joe Biden hanging on to a lead with 24%. He's up three points since last month. But the story of this poll is that Elizabeth Warren's support has been cut in half in just a month. <gasps> bum, 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 14 bum. points since October. She now sits in third place within the margin of error at 14 percent. Biden leads the field in support among women voters and those over 65 years old. Buttigieg follows in second place with older voters and leads among white voters with no college degree. Um, Donnie, let's keep that up for a second. Elizabeth Warren, the original poll down 14 points she was at 28 a month ago down to 14 right now why because if you look inside this poll support for medicare for all plummeting down to yeah i wonder why support yeah it's pretty simple this country you can't tell 160 million people you're going to take something away from it that they already have and i also fuck you oh my god you can't tell 160 million people who, what about the 85 million that have zero? What about the 35,000 Americans that ye die yearly for lack of care? Oh, the millions who go bankrupt. You prick. You filthy. S kiss up, kiss down, kick down prick. I think the electability thing. I I've said this all along. I've taken some heat. I do not think. I've taken some heat. Fuck you. I'm, I mean, I'm really cursing up a storm now. I think she would get uh, trounced in a landslide by Trump, and I think people are sensing that. And I also think she has a likability issue. Uh, of course she does, because she's a woman. And you, regardless of what he thinks, he's trying to frame it. He's like, oh, this is not a woman thing. It's, I would say this, I hate Bernie too. No, yeah, you hate Bernie because you are, were born on third base thinking you hit a triple. And Bernie knows you. Bernie's got your number. And, and that's what these elite bastards are afraid of. Without, if, we're all, if we all have a shot in this world, then I guess they, they won't feel as elite as they do now. They're sitting around the Morning Joe Studios, the Morning Millionaires, discussing what the American people want, quote-unquote. The American people. What the fuck do they know about the American people? Oh, they know the American people, uh, I guess, clean their toilets for them. And, um, I don't know, drive their Ubers. 
think her her kind of high school principal demeanor, please, this is not a gender thing. High this is just oh, of... yeah, right. It's not a gender thing. That's what he just said. Uh, trounced in a landslide by Trump, but I think people are sensing that. And I also think she has a likability issue. Uh, <laughs> I think her her kind of high school principal demeanor, please, this is not a gender thing. Really? This is just kind of tone and manner thing. Uh, I, I think the American wow. public, the more they see, the more they're going, hmm, this is not the answer. Well, actually, she was doing well on her performance. Not the, the American public. Sh you're not speaking for the American public, Donnie Deutsch. You know nothing about the American public. I, uh, they're framing themselves as the champions of the people. Yeah, the people who really love, we just love going on GoFundMe for health care. It's the American dream. It's out of the campaign trail. It was when yeah. she put forth a policy, yeah. Steve, that they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want 160 million people to lose their health insurance. I, I would respectfully slightly disagree yeah. with my great friend Donnie on that one. I, I think she's run a formidable campaign as a person. I think the 70,000 selfies, the, you know, she's, she's a natural. And it's uh, interesting for someone who was in a classroom until 11 years ago to get out there and perform so well. So I do think it's more of your first two points. I think the Medicare for All thing is resonating. There was a story, I think, in the Times yesterday today about uh, candidates out in the heartland basically saying you can't be for this thing. And, oh, give um, me a break. And I, think, oh. Uh, and I think her electability is a factor as well. But I, look, Fuck I would want to see Fuck because these old white crackers, they don't want, you know, it's a, it's a boys club. They don't want a, a, a lady, a woman, d doing anything to mess up their game. To the, this game that has, is rigged completely in their favor. The electability, the likability. Speak for yourself, honey. Go use that amazing health care you have and get, and get some help. Go to a shrink and unpack your privilege a little bit. Get a look in the mirror. Well, this is one poll showing a very dramatic really, change. Really, it's, it's polls every effing day, these effing polls. It could also be a timing thing with with Elizabeth Warren that she may have peaked a little too early because she does have a she had a really good ground game, as, as Steve said, and I agree with Donnie on the Medicaid for all certainly hurt her, but that all happened at roughly the same time and also at a time where the Hunt and Biden stuff exploded. Biden was a little bit on his, getting all the attention. She really, after the, the debate before the last one, she got crushed on that stage. She was taking fire from everybody. She so got I crushed? Does anybody remember her getting crushed? It's just that she she had to come out with this with the numbers, and then the corporate media went to work saying, oh, it's fantasy, it doesn't work. It's, it's never a fantasy when we have to funnel more money into Donnie Deutsch's pockets, but it's only a fantasy when something, when any policy is, is created that, to work for the American people, to make the, the American people's lives a little less brutal. So a timing thing. And I so, also want to look at some likability numbers. I, there's there's two running a him good and his likability. A lot of our audience right now are shaking their heads at home. I, I do think there's a likability issue there. Well, she would because way, maybe say, you speak for yourself. She right put out this officially put out the poll about Medicare for all. Um, Corrine, so Joe Biden uh, again after now another... imagine imagine if we had a corporate infrastructure that simply reported the news and spoke about Medicare for all about how the rest of the goddamn world has Medicare for all, how the, uh, what about history? Let's talk about the universal health care that the American people, that 
presidents have been fighting for for generations. How about the Second Bill of Rights? Things that these are very American policies. And what about framing it as an as a patriotic imperative? We don't leave people behind. You cannot complain about how divided the American people are when they keep dividing us. Only when you have some people in, some people can get health care. It's health care for some, not health care for all. I thought we pledged that the founders pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. What the hell does that mean? It means nothing in this divided states of serfs and lords because some people have health care. Some people have living wages. Uh, it's, it's, and if you have that, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about your brother, your sister, your fellow American. Leave them behind. You got yours, booby. Just don't look back. Keep on, keep on trucking. Maybe you'll be on the, the Morning Joe set one day discussing some, you know, some other poor sucker who was born on the wrong side of Reaganomics. And you'd like to keep it that way. Received poor performance at a debate holding on. Yes, poor this is a national poll. No, the election is not a national referendum. We know all these things, but he's holding steady at the top there. Yeah, he's holding steady, and he has been for the last couple of months. A lot of it is the name ID. People know Joe Biden. They like Joe Biden. You have older African-Americans who are really holding those numbers pretty steady for him. So it's not surprising. We've been seeing this for several months, even with the gaffes, even with the campaign that he's running. I got to uh. go back to what Donnie said. I, Donnie, the, li the likability thing, it's so problematic really? uh, to hear because it, it is so, it, it's Donnie. always connected to female candidates, oh, women yep. candidates. Oh, Kareem. It is. It is. I have not, I, I have I not Bernie's heard likability. Well, oh, I want to punch that man. I really do. I hate these people. If anything, please, we got to get rid of these scumbags, these elite scums. Get them off our TV constantly, around and around. How many, how many millionaire mouthpieces does one American have to endure in a lifetime? telling us what we deserve, what we want, what we, what we want. What do you know what we want? The American people have been saying we want Medicare for all for a long time. We're saying, you know what we say? We say, yes, everyone deserves health care. Even right-wingers say that. When I interviewed these morons down at, when we went to the Supreme Court, me and Mike Malloy, when he did his show and the Supreme Court was deciding on Obamacare, when even those right-wingers would say, we're not saying people shouldn't get health care. They all say, oh, we want health care. Everyone says people, it's, it's, not, it's immoral to deny your, uh, your, any human being health care. Even effing Reagan, who set up this scumbag system, this shitty, most expensive system in the entire world. We pay double than the next most expensive system, and we leave millions out, and we have the worst outcomes. We have the measurably worst health care in the industrialized world, but we pay double, and, we, and, and not everyone's covered. So what kind of suckers are we? And then we have effing Donnie Deutsch and Willie Geist. Like, hello, who, what is a Willie Geist? These pasty old white men that had everything handed to him, to them, Telling the American people, don't worry, there's always GoFundMe. You don't want Medicare for all. You don't want, you're getting very sleepy. 
But meanwhile, if we had, this is the problem. We need to start reframing the, these arguments as the, a patriotic imperative. We fight for our fellow Americans. We don't leave people behind, whether it be in ignorance and without health care or without living wages. That's the American dream. We're in this together. Regardless of what Donnie Deutsch thinks, Donnie Deutsch is going to be fine, and that's all he cares about. How do you live this life? This What a shallow, useless life to sit on a, a set of the corporate media and espouse the, your opinion. That's your opinion? That other Americans should not have health care. You are a disgusting, elite waste of air. <laughs> Donnie. I have not heard Bernie's it with, with, with any of the male candidates. You don't Bernie's more likable. You hear that? They're all deciding, discussing how unlikable Bernie is. Let's see Donnie Deutsch fill out a stadium. Let's see him make an appearance in Queensborough Park. We'll see how many people show up for that. Donnie hear that type well, of language so we Sanders, need to be I, I put that very as a, as a real I, I uh, well I, I i have to just make sure that i flag that and disagree with you on that one but and also electability look elizabeth oh. warren head to head you see you see elizabeth warren biden you've even seen kamala harris and others beating donald trump i know it's a head-to-head -head and it's early but we uh, have to be mindful on how we talk about this we gotta be really well, see, careful you notice look, how she, how deferential she is when she's educating that 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 scumbag Donnie George. She has to be very polite. You can't offend. You can't offend the white privilege man. You have to listen, guys, you know, I just wanna say that, you know, I'm one of you, but um you know, she's trying to be really uh diplomatic with them. But they're 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 closed. Their minds are closed. They know everything. They believe. You see, in Donnie's mind, it's not that he's a lucky uh, member of the Lucky Sperm Club, that he was born on third base, thinking he hit a triple. And you know how he frames his his origin story that my mother was a teacher, my grandfather was a some other working class person, but always skips over his the fact that his father had an advertising agency that that Donnie inherited at the age of 30. So but in so in his mind he likes to believe he's some pulled yourself up by your bootstraps, you know, working class hero. But he knows he's not. So he must know that he's a fraud somewhere in there. He understands just what a what a fraud he is. So um, he's he's really a disgrace, as they as all of these these millionaire mouthpieces are. To think about that, you have everything handed to you, and this is how you spend your privilege and your platform. You use your platform to advocate that other Americans don't have health care, and you continue to repeat the same lies. Stripping health care from 185 million. Where are they getting these numbers? How about the 85 million that have nothing? How about the uh, the Americans that die? How about the the shitty system that is the measurably worst health care system in the industrialized world that we pay double for? How about all that? 
that the only reason Obamacare was necessary was because it was and it, it was a, a moral travesty, an offense to human decency and dignity. Because when you would get cancer, somebody would have a catastrophic diagnosis, and the insurance company would go through your file looking for any excuse to kick you off. This is what happened. No, 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 no Republican ever, or Donnie Deutsch, he never advocated, hey, this is, this is immoral. This isn't um, American. This is a, a, an offense to decency and dignity. In all of the years that Bernie has been out there fighting for living wages, for health care for all, for, the, uh, for decency, for dignity, democracy, and Donnie Deutsch has done nothing, he has no, he doesn't, he's not fit to kiss Bernie Sanders' ass. But there he is. You think that he would at least use your, his platform to, to advance the interests of the American people, not block people from having health care, not block people from having the same opportunities that he takes for granted. <sighs> Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about the polling. This is one poll. Uh, there's going to be many, many polls. We're still two months exactly. away from the first, uh, from the first person to cast their vote, and it is going to be a wild ride from now until. All right, I've had enough. Okay, I'm going to shut this. There was more. He goes on. Let me just forward it a little bit and see if he says anything else that's annoying. Likeability comes up all the time. You know, it's so interesting. All the time. I, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm too woke, but, you know, when I say somebody's um, not likable, I'm not you. being gender. I think Bernie Sanders is even less likable. But I do think there's a certain stridentness to both of them that I don't know if America want to, wants to invite them into the what living rooms know? for four years. Oh, oh really? Well, you don't know if America wants to invite Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren into their living room. Have you been in the living rooms of the American people? I highly doubt it. Uh, the living rooms of the Hamptons don't do. But he's not likable. I'm not bringing gender. I think Bernie Sanders is even Yeah, he's like, you know, he doesn't see do color. That. He's like, yeah, he's, he's woke. That's the other thing that really pissed me off about this whole um, Morning Joe thing. The, the, they keep throwing around the phrase, oh, I'm woke. You're woke. Now, Barack Obama did it. But they're not, they're doing it in a disparaging manner. So if you have any anything to say that's uh if you call them out for being the hypocrites they are then they just oh uh you know you're mock you as being oh you're just one of these woke uh, twi uh twitter mobs certain strideness to both of them that i don't know if america want to, wants to invite them into the living rooms for four years every night Donnie well Deutsch. i mean elizabeth oh, warren has proven that she's very likable just the surge that really? she's had like now medicare for all <laughs> has Fuck been you, a Donnie, we get it. absolutely i'm not going to be pollyannish about it but she has shown repeat when you have thousands good idea thousands bad of idea waiting. you see that graphic that's what they have to drum in. The American people, they, don't, they just don't like Medicare for all. They're afraid. They don't want to have things taken away from them. They don't want, not that we're getting something for our money, finally, for our tax dollars, more than just funding wars of endless corporate aggression in the Middle East or Twitler's, uh, another tax giveaway to twi the Twitler crowd for you to take a selfie that does yeah. mean something and so that's what we just need to be careful with that especially when it comes to you gotta be candidates. careful you see she's got she's walking on eggshells with them i just mean you know guys i'm one of you but we got just look be a little careful 
just schooling them and you got to walk you got to be very delicate with the white privileged elite they're very fragile get 20,000 people into Washington Square Park if you don't have some element yes, of exactly yeah, you do that Donnie you couldn't get 20,000 people to watch your show on MSNBC right Donnie Deutsch I think you do. I stand. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let me do this. Yes. The name of my first book was Often Wrong, Never in Doubt. Yes. Okay. All right, whatever. Why did I have to do that to you guys? I don't know. Because I felt it. I wanted to share it. I'm pissed. I'm really pissed. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Republicans. I'm sick of the lies. I'm sick of... Here's another thing before, because I'm looking at the time. I'm going to probably get going soon but yeah i see i know i see you haiku on the chat repeat after me we don't want medicare for all that's the mainstream media you don't want medicare for all you don't have want medicare for all yes i know i'm so sorry you've had enough yes here's one more thing that's gonna set you off over the edge this is what we're up against, and this is why we have to continue to speak up tomorrow when we get with our families and somebody says something stupid. Um, you know, it's our patriotic obligation to wake these assholes up. Not, I mean, maybe they won't be a lot, want to be awoken, but we have to speak our truth, which is the truth. But here's uh, Jim Baker. I don't know if you saw this. He's saying that Trump made uh, earthquake, earthquakes go away. I want to see a chart that you blow your mind. <laughs> uh, I just got this from one of my newsmen here in, in the staff. You see that? You see what this is? This is the lowest earthquake. And he's showing a chart for those on the podcast that has lowest. It's a, an incredible dip in the numbers of earthquakes, apparently. But it's a completely made-up graphic. Along with earthquakes, this is earthquakes, and then look at look at down here. Amazing. Well, you want to know what that is? Amazing, amazing. That's the election of Donald Trump. And you hear the audience? Why would there be? You, it's kind of low, but they're like, "Oh my God! Wow!" A dip in the earthquakes. At the what? time of the election. Oh, Why would my there be less earthquakes God. there? <laughs> Why? Because you made it up. I mean, I can make a chart, too, and it would be ama amazing. How many earthquakes happened on ha when Twitler was elected despite receiving fewer votes? I can make you a very uh, formidable graphic with bars flying off the chart. You, you can do anything you want when you make it up, you see? So that's, this is a Christian. No, these are hustlers. This is what we're up against. The complete hustle. And we're watching, I mean, we are living in very interesting time. Times, time, time, time keeps ticking away. But we're, but it's the end of the American grand experiment in liberal democracy if we are not careful. So... The other thing, I'm so I, I'm sick of Democrats too. But the what this week, when Obama, it came out that Obama said that he would campaign against Bernie Sanders if if Bernie was the nominee. That goes to show you that 
Bernie and and his policies that are exactly what we need. The entire establishment is against him. And of Obama, I, I, what a disappointment. I knocked on doors for Obama. I donated to Obama. I phone banked for Obama, thinking that, or hoping, I guess he was like uh, the, our national Rorschach test. Everyone projected their hopes and fears onto him, whether, no matter who you were, you were a right winger, he was your worst nightmare. Me, I was hoping beyond hope after the disastrous Bush administration, my God, which seems so quaint now, but that Obama would would restore the American dream, that he would be the new FDR. I really, that's what I believe. What is change you can believe in? It's the same old bullshit peddling of the platitudes that have absolutely no substance. The American people don't want to go too far left. It's not that far left. The American people, this is the same American people, well, different generation, but the American people voted for FDR's socialist New Deal policies in four landslide elections. And the only reason FDR wasn't elected a fifth time was because he was dead, not because he was uh, peddling the same right-wing policies that crashed the economy. What is uh, too far left? And for, for Obama to come out and say uh, he's going to vote, he's going to do his, his part to stop Bernie Sanders from what? Ensuring that maybe money in politics gets wrested out of our system? I mean, really, th- what is Bernie advocating for that is so abhorrent to these, uh, these elite that we don't have a country that is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap? I don't know. That Americans can get health care? That the American middle class is once again restored to its post-New Deal economic vibrancy? I don't know. How do you do that? You do that through policy, not by pushing Republican policies or by hanging out or palling around with, with billionaires and CEOs. I think the American people have been inflicted with a serious case of Stockholm Syndrome. What we think that this is the best we can do, that the least is the best we can do, and we, are, we must pay the most for the least. Because that's America, we've been told, by those who are sitting in the catbird seat of power that, 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 didn't come, that, that haven't done a, a day of, of work. What the hell have they done? Everything has been hand, handed to Donnie Deutsch. Everything's been handed to Twitler and oh, Willie Geist. Same thing. So anyway, as somebody like Bernie Sanders uses his... His platform has been fighting for the American working class his entire life. And to have these elites sitting around coming up with ways to sabotage him, that tells you all you need to know about what the DLC Democratic Party has to offer for us. I mean, yes, I'm somebody who will vote blue, okay? I will vote if Obama is, I mean, if, if Biden is the nominee. I hope not. I guess I'll vote for him, but I don't, I, I mean, I tell you, man, don't say I didn't warn you. 
I've been saying this for years. We have been predicting the future here. It's You don't have to be a Miss Cleo. You don't have to be a psychic friend to predict the future. All you have to do is see the policies that you're advocating for now. And the reason this country is so divided is because we have right-wing corporatist kiss-up, kick-down policies inflicted on us despite the uh, what the American people want and what the American people need. The American people, this is, we want a country that works for us too. We're not asking that much. The the elite, there will always be elite, and they will be rich. There will be rich people if they're forced to pay a little bit more in taxes. There were rich people when they were paying a 90% top marginal tax rate. There, were, there are rich people all over the world. There are rich people in England under their socialist health care system. There are rich people in Canada. But it's the, the, uh, our Stockholm Syndrome here is amazing. That we, we take crumbs and we make a banquet out of them. They throw us a crumb and we hoard it in fear, uh, hoping that no one takes it away. And what we should be doing is recognizing the game. They are turning, I mean, it's the oldest game in the book. It's divide and conquer. We're in this together. That's what they, the, the trick that they don't want us to catch on to is that if we do have universal health care and universal higher education, it is not free stuff. It is leaving no one behind and making an investment in each other. And we deserve that. We do. We are the ones who work. We're the ones that make this thing go. We're the ones that put our bodies on the line when shit goes to hell. We're the ones running into burning buildings. We're the ones that make everything run. So it's time that we had a seat at the table. Enough is enough. And speaking of seat at the table, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. There is no war on Thanksgiving. The only war is on the war uh, against people who think there's a war on Thanksgiving. This is what we're up against. It's, uh, It's unbelievable. So everyone... Have a great day off tomorrow and enjoy your family and friends uh, to the best of your ability. I don't know everyone's situation, but don't be afraid to speak up because we are on the right side of history and the right side of humanity. It's not about dividing our, our families. It's about getting this country back from and it, from, from the, the, the dumb asses who have and the, the greedy ghosts of the Gilded Age that have divided and conquered us. They really have. All right. Um, thanks for hanging out. I'm just looking at the chat. I want to thank everyone for your support. Become a patron. Hopefully we'll do more of these weekday uh, get-togethers. Um, and if you have any other ideas of what you would like to see and and do or have any anything you'd like to share please hey tweet at me or contact me at contact at republicandirtytricks.com and uh you know because this is our show there will be no reason to 
do the show if we weren't here together. We are in this together. And we will we will win. I say we stick together, we win. This is how we will win. So enjoy your holiday. And uh, remember, we will be together on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And until then, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We stick together. We win. I will see you on Saturday.